Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 24 of Revelation chapter 22. And we're going to be reading the last two verses of the book, Revelation 22 verses 20 and 21. He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Well, we've come to the concluding statements of the book of Revelation. And the Lord Jesus is the one who is in view. Uh, as we read, he which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Christ is the one who um, has given his testimony, and the testimony is the whole Bible. It, it's all scripture. In the volume of the book, it is written of him, and uh, the, the entire Bible is the revelation of Jesus Christ. But in particular, God called this book the book of Revelation and the revelation of Jesus Christ. Back in Revelation chapter 1, verse 1, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And and so even though the whole Bible is the revelation of Christ, this final book um, concluded God's divine revelation and, and God specifically uh, says it is the revelation of Christ. And so here in verse 20, he which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. And this is the third time in this chapter that uh, the Lord has said this. Surely I come quickly. Three times already in this chapter, six times total in the book of Revelation. Um, three times it was said in Revelation chapter 2 and 3 in connection with the church uh, and and Christ's intention to come in judgment upon the churches and congregations. All three times in those two chapters identifies with the judgment that would begin at the house of God at and, um, 1988 and the end of the church age and so forth when Christ would come as a thief for the churches. And now in this uh, final chapter of the Bible, God, once again, three times says, I come quickly. And these statements would identify with Christ coming as a thief at, on May 21, 2011, to begin the day of judgment as God brought, brought to pass a spiritual judgment on the world. And the Lord Jesus did come quickly as we've discussed before, 
that uh, even though it's been 2,000 years since it was stated about, as Revelation was written by the end of the 1st century A.D., and we're in the 21st century, so some people don't understand how that could be understood to be quickly, but what it means is at the first available instant, the first possible moment, as Jesus said to the churches, if they would not repent, or if they were unfaithful, he would come quickly and remove the candlestick. And yet God gave the church age 1,955 years to unfold, and that was according to his timetable. And and then came the end of the church age, and Christ came quickly, without a moment's hesitation, to remove the candlestick, to take away the light of the gospel from the church. And then at that point, there would be a 23-year Great Tribulation period in uh, May 21, 1988 through May 21, 2011, followed by judgment on the world and Christ coming quickly, the first possible instant. And uh, immediately after the Tribulation, Christ came and brought about the, uh, the spiritual judgment. He put out the light of the gospel. And and so uh, God has kept his word in both instances. Now we're waiting for the completion of this final judgment and the destruction of all things and Christ coming in that sense, or really Christ completing his coming. He began to come by shutting the door of heaven and now taking his seat as the judge of the world. He will finalize the judgment, complete the judgment, and complete his coming in all likelihood on October 7th of 2015. What goes on to say in verse 20, Amen, even so come Lord Jesus. And uh, amen is a word that's found uh, a little over 50 times in the New Testament. It's also a word uh, that really comes from the Old Testament. There's a Hebrew word that would be pronounced amen. And, and so this is basically a transliteration into the Greek from the Hebrew. Amen, which means truly. Um, it, it means verily. Um, let it be is really what's expressed by that. And again, this would be the people of God responding to the Lord's statement that he comes quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. And we talked about this um, a couple of studies back, where God's people have a desire for the Lord to fulfill his promises, to complete the salvation that he has promised uh, to to receive a new earth, a new eternal dwelling and habitation, and to be equipped with a new resurrected body, and, and all of the wonderful and glorious promises of the Bible that God gives to those that he has saved. And here, the people of God are uh, in full agreement 
and and uh, the yes Jesus says he comes quickly the people of God say amen let it be even so come lord jesus we desire for christ to come and fulfill all things uh, even though of course it will bring about the end of unsaved mankind and we we don't desire harm to them we we would want uh, all uh, to have uh, the grace that God has bestowed upon us but we understand that God will have mercy upon whom he will have mercy and God's will is always perfect we desire for the perfect will of God to be done and then finally in verse 21 it says the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all and it's fitting, it's always appropriate for God to uh, mention grace. And and actually, it's um, following a pattern that the Lord has established in the New Testament, especially in the epistles. Uh, for instance, in Ephesians chapter 1, it says in verse 2, Grace be to you in peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. And that opens up the epistle of Ephesians. And then in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 24, the the closing verse of the epistle, Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. In... um. Galatians, Galatians, which is the book before Ephesians, in chapter 1, verse 3, Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. And chapter 6, verse 18, the concluding verse of the book, Brethren, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. And that's um, how it is in the epistles of Colossians, Philippians, First and Second Thessalonians, First and Second Timothy, First and Second Corinthians, Titus, Romans. In um, in all those epistles, plus Galatians and Ephesians, God mentions grace at the beginning of the book and at the end of the book. It's how the Lord worked it out in the book of Revelation. In Revelation chapter 1, it says in verse 4, John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you in peace from him which is and which was and which is to come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne. Uh, So the book of Revelation begins mentioning grace, and now finishes in Revelation twenty-two twenty-one. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. It, it, it's following the pattern that is found in numerous epistles, numerous books of the New Testament. And it's a, a very um, excellent pattern because... God's salvation program is all by grace. 
It, it's all by the grace of God that anyone becomes saved and and uh, God is writing to his elect, to those that have been saved by grace. As he says in Ephesians 2, in verse 5, Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us, that's God, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace you're saved, and has raised us up together, and made us sit together, in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. The gift of God that uh, as the Lord bestows grace upon the one that he has saved, And through that grace, they are saved and enter into the kingdom of heaven. Well, uh, God's plan is to, uh, in, in the ages to come, show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward his people. Grace is not only for this world, but it is for the world to come. And, and so it's a very fitting thing as God finishes the writing of the Bible, that his last reference in the last verse is a reference to grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. And and that's the best thing we could desire for anyone. May God's grace be with you. May you have been the recipient of the grace of God. Uh, could it be that you have been saved by grace? And and that's what God's people have prayed. And even today, when God has ended his salvation program, he's ended the further bestowing of grace to sinners. That is, he's not saving people any longer. Yet still, uh, the prayer of the true believer is, oh, we hope and pray that Perhaps the Lord has already bestowed his grace before he He stopped saving people. Well, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen. That's the last word of the Bible. And again, um, this word comes from the Hebrew. Uh, it's a word that would be pronounced as amen in uh, the, the Hebrew word would be pronounced as amen in Strong's number 543 and it's translated in the Old Testament as amen so be it and truth that as truth in Isaiah 65:16 and as so be it in Jeremiah chapter 11 in Jeremiah 11 And in verse 5, it says that I may perform the oath which I have sworn unto your fathers to give them a land flowing with milk and honey as it is this day. Then answered I and said, So be it, O Jehovah, or Amen, O Jehovah. But so be it is a good translation, even though it's only translated that way one time 
yet we can see uh, through that translation how God is expressing uh, oh, just a, a wonderful thing that uh, uh, he's telling Jeremiah of his intention to give the land flowing with milk and honey. And Jeremiah agrees and says, So be it, O Lord. It's sort of like God saying, I will create a new heaven and new earth. And I will put my people, that uh, whom uh, each one I give a new resurrected body, into that new heaven and new, new earth. And all the Lord's people, all of God's elect say, So be it, O Jehovah. May it be according to your word, according to your will. May it be. So be it. We desire this. We agree with your stated will. And we wait for you to bring it to pass. Well, um, just one last comment about this word, amen. It's a word, it's the last word of the Bible, but it's also the last word in 24 out of the 27 New Testament books. Uh, if you look at each one of the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the final word is amen. And if you look at many of the epistles, the final word is amen. In 24 out of 27, um, the book of James and Third uh, John and Acts are the only three books in the New Testament that do not end with the word amen. And uh, why is that? Well, uh, again, it, it's uh, basically a declaration that is saying, let all the things that have been said in this book of the Bible, in the Gospel of Matthew, or the Gospel of John, or in the book of Romans, or in in First Timothy, let all the things stated here come to pass. So be it, O Jehovah. May it be so. And and so here is the 24th time that God has done this in the New Testament and the final time. And in this case, it closes the book of Revelation. May it be so, so be it, O Lord, that everything you have said in the book of Revelation uh, may each word come to pass. And likewise... It, it's a final declaration concerning the entire Bible and everything that God has said within the whole volume of the book. It's, it's a big book from Genesis through Revelation and God has said a great deal in the various books and chapters and scriptures of the Holy Bible and this sums up the desire of God and the desire God has imparted into his people through his spirit that he has given them, so be it. So be it concerning the righteous judgment of God, concerning his salvation program, concerning his plans and intentions for this world, 
and, and it, it'll be short-lived. Uh, God will um, shortly take care of matters concerning this world and concerning God's plan for the world to come and for eternity future. So be it, O Lord. So be it, O Jehovah. Amen. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.